0: Let us pray. Our precious Father, we want to thank you as we come towards the end of 2020. It wasn't long we gathered here to get into 2020. How fast life can go. We are grateful to you that we are here with you and that you want to talk to us, give us guidance that will help us as we step into 2021. I pray, Lord, that you help us, that emotions... Do not take over. So that we calm down and listen to your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Now we're going to talk about blessed. What did I say? Yeah. Blessed. Second Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is what? A new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become... New. Now, you see, to understand the blessings and to boldly appropriate all of them, not some of them, and to fight off the challenge of Satan, because Satan will challenge you over whatever belongs to you. That's why it's a thief. To overcome the challenge of Satan consistently, you must understand the basis of having what you have it is very important that you understand why healing is yours, understand why you are blessed, understand why all the blessings that God gave you are yours. You know, and then these blessings come to us merely as a matter of right, just because we belong to the family of God. It's just like, you know, when you are born naturally in a family, you naturally become a heir of the inheritance that is there. You don't have to do any other thing except that you were born into that family. The property, the, 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 the wealth of the family becomes what you partake of. You don't beg for it. You didn't, you, you didn't even you didn't even make yourself to get it. All you did was show up in the family by birth or by adoption, and then automatically the wealth of the family becomes your own. And you didn't do anything to be born into your family, did you? Nobody here said, "Ah, I did this." I remember what I did. You know, if we had a church, some of us would have chosen to be born in a family of uh, big gates. But we didn't have a choice. And so we came to where we came. So you didn't have a role to decide where you were born. You were just born there, and you came there. And when you arrived, when you arrived there, you became a member of the family, then the family thinks you became a heir, a partaker of the blessings the family is the same thing with the family of god you know that is the same thing you didn't do anything to be born into the family of god the same way you didn't you were born there by the will of god and once you were born there all the blessings of the family became what can i hear amen here john 1 12 but as many as received him to them gave you power to become the sons of God. Even them that believe on his name, quit We were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh. You were not born by your will or the will of any flesh. Just in case you think, oh my God, I became too good and too righteous and I got born again. No, it's not by your will. The Bible says it's not the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. That's why our salvation, Is by grace, not by works. You can't say, I did this to be, forget about it. You were born not of your will, not of the will of any flesh, but the will of who? God. So, and then this is the only reason you have access to divine blessings, simply because you are born in that family. That's the only reason the blessings of heaven are yours. John 3:3, Jesus answered and said, Unto him, verily, verily, I saw unto thee, except a man be born what again, he cannot see the kingdom of God, he cannot have access to the kingdom of God, he cannot have access to the blessings of God. It doesn't matter what you do, except a man is born again, he has he's not a partaker of the divine kingdom. Forget it. It's because you are born again, you are born into that family that you become a partaker. Of all the blessings of God Ephesians 2 19 so now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners can I hear a bigger mm here we are no longer what strangers and what foreigners so what are we you are citizens citizenship confers on you some rights and privileges simply because you are a, a citizen the Bible says you are a citizens along with all of God's holy people you are members of God's family if you're part of that say amen. amen so how did we get born again how did we get born into the family of God is it by prayer is it by no the scripture tells us clearly how we got born again and I want to remind us how we got there listen you need to understand these things clearly so that you don't begin to want to pay God for what you can't you can't so now in John 3 5 Jesus answered Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, born of water and of spirit. Of water and of spirit. Again, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, that which is born of the spirit is what? Spirit, Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. Now, Jesus said we are born of water and of spirit. Now, some people have said water baptism is being born again. That's not true. That's not what Jesus is talking about. When Jesus used the word water, water represents life. There can't be life on earth without water. Water represents life, and the word of God is called the word of life. The scripture uses water to signify the word of God. As man can survive without water, so can man not survive without the word of God. So what Jesus was referring to is the word of God, the gospel which you had. Now let's see if the scripture confirms that. Now First 1 Peter 1.23 it says being born again not of corruptible seed i want you to know the word seed because we are coming back to seed not of corruptible seed but of but of what incorruptible by the word of god so jesus is calling the word of god water because it's life giving word quit live it and abide it forever now you want to be sure that That word water is talking about the word of God. Look at Ephesians 5, verse 25. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of what? Uh, With the washing of what? The water by the word. The water by the word. Being born again of the incorruptible seed, the word of God. So Jesus said we are born again by the word of God, which is the gospel. And number two, by the action of the Holy Spirit. None of them is what you did. For instance, you didn't do anything to be born into your family. It was your father and your mother. God is saying you didn't do anything. It is my word and my spirit that brought you. It's my word and your spirit. So nobody can say, oh this is what I did to be born forget about it. you just simply accepted the seed of the word in your heart and the spirit made you a new creature he became a child of God now John 1:12. but as many as received him to them gave you power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name the word brought to you who he is you believed on his name which were born not of the not of blood not the will of the of the flesh now of the will of men, but of God, by of God, of God, of God, of God, of the spirit of God, of God, the water and the spirit, the word of God and the spirit of God, the word of God and the spirit of God. Say it with me. The word of God and what? The spirit of God. Because so many Christians are confused about being born again. The word of God and the spirit of God. You accepted the word, the spirit of God made you a new creature. And that's how the Bible says it is the spirit that put you into the body. That's how you became a child of God. Now, this confers on you and me a new status. Like I said before, it gives us access to all the blessings of the family. All of them. The authority of the family, the food, the, the provisions, everything. Romans eight seventeen. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. What does it mean to be here what does it mean to be here huh what does it mean to be here you, you sing it all the time Your hairs of God so what are you talking about what does it mean to be here to become co-owner to inherit something to become co-owner when the Bible say we are you are you are you are, you are joint heir with Christ it say you are an equal owner with Christ Because the son of God, you are to a son of God in the same family. So he said, because you are his children, and since we are his children, since we are his what? Children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. So we are heirs simply because we are his children. If you understand that, say amen. amen. Come on, say a bigger amen. That's why you are healing is your. Jesus said, healing is the children's bread. So this confers on us a new identity the membership of the family of God. And 1 John 3 2, beloved, now are we the sons of God. Now are we what? I didn't hear you. Now are we what? Sons of God. 1 John 3 says, behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called, what? The sons of God. Therefore, the world knows us not because it knew him not. And remember that the Bible calls God the Father of spirits. It calls God the Father of spirits. So we are born of his spirit and we are spirits. You better believe that. I'm telling you, if you don't believe that you are, that you're not just merely a human being, you will not walk in the power of the spirit. You will limit yourself. I'm not kidding you because the things of the spirit is different from the things of the canon. and now you're supposed to operate in the things of the spirit, but you don't see yourself that way. So where you see yourself is human and you do only human things. That's it. But in the kingdom of God, it's supernatural, it superimposes on the natural. you are not supposed to live at the natural level. You are not supposed to. Identity is huge. You've got to know it. Otherwise, you'll be crawling around naturally, reasoning naturally, and comfortable. I was sharing with my son. I said, God told me that Christians should get out of their comfort zone and get into the spirit world of faith. You cry around in the natural life. You, you reason, "Yeah, i comfortable here. You know, praise the Lord, I got a job." Supposing God wants you to own a company, you want because you don't believe you are not. You are not. You are not like you are French. You are not like them. You are born a spirit. You are not a mere human being. You are a peculiar human being. You are a spirit man oh somebody shout hallelujah you are a spirit man Hebrew twelve nine. furthermore we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us and we gave them reverence the fathers of our flesh shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the father of spirits and live who are the spirits you and me That which is born of spirit is what? Spirit. You are no longer merely a human being. If any man is in Christ, he ceases to be merely a human being. You should think beyond the human things and human level and think of the things that human beings can't sort out. You live where humans can't understand you. You do things that they can't understand. Why? You are not we are connected to the kingdom that is super natural. I don't know if you're catching me. If you are catching me, shout hallelujah. You will limit ourselves. And I was telling my son, I said, God, people think Christianity is a mere religious gathering. Forget about it. There's a family thing, it's a kingdom, thing, it's a power thing, it's something. Super- there is no where, there is no weird. this kingdom of God demonstrates that human beings don't say, whoa, this is not from here. We're not seeing it like that. Read your Bible. And the Bible says that we are for science and what? Wonders. They will live regular lives, regular normal lives. If they can't do it, they, yeah, you, start, you start talking with their friends, planning with their friends, talking with their friends. Bunch of stuff. We are no longer merely human. And identity is everything. If you don't get this thing I'm saying, I'm telling you, you, I'm not kidding, you will struggle. You will struggle so much. You get into a toil, and toil is a cost. God says so. He said to Adam, you're going to toil, I a cost. Blessing is flourishing. Doesn't mean you don't walk. No, you walk, but when you walk, you flourish in it. You enjoy it. You fruit in it. It does, there's no sweat there because you are operating a power of the spirit that's not from here when paul said paul said i've been separated from the world we no, will hear things like that We think, yeah paul is not a holy man no what paul is saying is that i don't operate the things of this world anymore i live in the realm of the spirit if you got that shout hallelujah that's what paul is saying i'm separated from this world he said i'm dead to the world if i'm dead to the world it means i don't use their system i don't depend on what they have i don't follow their wisdom nothing So, Christ has become my new life. Identity is everything. Identity is everything. Proverbs 23 7. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is. If you think yourself natural, so you will be limited to natural things and accepting natural limitations and then coming to church. Um, That's where you be. That's where you be. If they can't do it naturally, day, they can't do it. <clears throat> they can't do it. Matthew 9, 29. Then Jesus put his hand over their eyes and said, you will have what your faith, what? I, I didn't hear you. You will have what? What your faith, what? expects. That's what you have don't blame pastor it's what your faith is it's what it's what you believe you are it's what you believe you are that what you, that's what you have what your faith expects that's what God's will if you are a mere human being that's what you get limited what human beings do that's why you live now let's take this situation in Luke chapter 15 from verse 16 to 24 the young man became so hungry talking of prodigal son. Look at how identity plays into your life and limits you. Brother, I'm telling you, I prepared this sermon. And I'm telling you the truth. I prepared this sermon. What God gave me was a lot. So I was trying to, for days, and I got it ready yesterday. I said, I got this thing. So I was copying it to paste into my Word, Word, Microsoft Word. So I said, I don't want to lose this thing. I copied all of it. To copy and paste, I deleted everything. I said to the devil, I must preach it. Everything. In one split second. Everything. I said, ah, you don't want us to talk about this? We'll talk about it. I want you to listen to me. I'm not kidding. Listen to me. Many Christians are not enjoying the kingdom blessings. That's a fact. And they shouldn't be so. That's why they are running around looking for one man of God. Why are you looking for a man of God for? Aren't you a member of the family? Don't you have the same blessings? Why are you looking for somebody else? So, Prodigal son, Prodigal son, Prodigal son, looked at our 15, verse 16 to 24. The young man became so hungry, this is the Prodigal son, that even the he was feeding the pigs looked good to him but no one gave him anything when he finally came to his senses he said to himself at whom even the hired servants have what i cannot follow him even the hired servants have food enough i'm reading new living translation okay I have bread whatever enough to spare and here i am dying of hunger then listen to this man please listen very well and see what identity does how identity can rob you of everything and the devil will see to it now if he says i will go home to who you come on follow me i'll go home to who My father. did he call him father okay fine let's continue and say father quit means it's supposed to be his son but he doesn't see himself anymore at his Oh, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you. I am no longer worthy of being called what? Yes, son. He lost the sense of identity, and he said, I want to be a slave. That would be an awful. That's what he chose. Please take me as a hired what, son. You know, as a higher servant, he said even the higher servant can eat. You can get a job and you can eat. But is that the place of glory that God wants you to be? You can eat. You can. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Church, praise the Lord with me. I got it. I bought a new car. I can eat. Higher servants eat. But the place of glory is higher than that. That's what catches people's attention. When they see you in glory, they turn around and say, there's something different about this person. Oh, come back. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. There is something different. What was are seeing is not normal. When you take your place of a son, the glory says you become partaker of his glory. It goes beyond. What anybody can do in your life is only what God can do in your life. Are you following me? Are you in 21 yet? We have not reached there now. Stay here. Can I hear amen? So he returned home to his father, and while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you. I am no longer worthy of being called, what? Your son. You know why people look for people to pray for them? They have this prodigal son servant mentality. No more worthy for God to answer my prayer. Well, God, God, Father, but he won't answer my prayer. So I need a man of God, servant mentality. let's keep reading what verse is that Where are we? verse 22 but his father said to the servants quick bring the finest what rope in the house and put it on him get a ring authority for his finger and sandals for what was he expecting this I'm asking you why was he not expecting it? He doesn't see himself as a son anymore. So the blessings of the family, he discounted himself and said, "I can manage as a servant. <laughs> come I pray that God will open our eyes. And the father said, "And kill the calf we have we have been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast for this what son." What did the father call him? My son. What did he call himself? Servant. Who told him he was a servant? But he was calling him father. They didn't believe that that father was his father really. He said servant. But the father said, no, you're my son. And because you are my son, the blessings of the family are still yours. If you are following me, shout hallelujah. hallelujah are yours <laughs> uh, then the devil knows this so he will fight you on that he will fight you he will make sure that you don't have a sonship mentality even though you just talk about it talking what's actually he'll make it it doesn't bother him you can sing about it but as long as as long as as long as you don't believe your son. You don't see yourself as a son. See yourself as a, you know, as a servant. He wants you to be there. He wants you to be there. Crawling and toiling, servant mentality. <clears throat> I remember somebody asked their husband to pray. Say, they are Christian. I say, say, my husband, can you not lead us in prayer? He said, Me. <laughs> he said, if they hear my voice, would they not say who is this? supposed to be a Christian. He said, he told his wife, he said, they will say, who is this now? So please you, you that they hear your voice. <laughs> oh my God. Somebody shout hallelujah. <laughs> Let me take one more example and I'll show you what the devil does with this thing. You remember Gideon Gideon when, when Israel was being persecuted by the Midianites men they were so impoverished they couldn't do anything and here was Gideon sitting and the angel of the lord showed up Let, let's just see this encounter and i'll show you what the devil does with it judges 6 11. and there came an angel of the lord and sat under an oak which was in offer that pertained unto Joash the abe Zarite. And this and his son Gideon threshed with by the wine priest, to hide it from what he was afraid. Why? Verse 12. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is what? With it. The Lord is with me. The Lord is with thee. Thou mighty man of valor. The boy, the man said, Stop, hold it. No, no, no. I'm not what you are calling me. That's why he was afraid of the Midianites. But God says, You shouldn't have been afraid. I'm with you. I'm a covenant keeping God. You are a mighty man of what? Follow. Listen to what he said in verse, verse 13. And Gideon said unto him, Gideon said unto him, Oh my Lord, if the Lord be with us. Why then is all this befalling us? And where be all the miracles which our fathers told us of? Saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has what? Forsaken us, delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. You, you don't identify yourself with the circumstances. You don't do that. But he was identifying himself with the circumstances. But God said, no, you are still a covenant child of God. Now, verse 14, God insisted, and the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy what? You didn't hear me. Go what? Come on, talk. Go what? You have what it takes to handle that. I told you that before the trouble comes, God provides. God said to him, you know, I've given you the what it takes. I'm not giving you more. Go in this what? Go. When David showed up in the battle, God gave, her, gave him nothing more. Nothing more. David was the only person who saw himself as a, an army of the living God and saw this man as some circumcised Philistine, and began negotiations about what he would be given. He hasn't even fought. They say, "What will we be given to me?" Why? Because I am taking this man down. Why? We are the armies of God. Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. That thing is huge, identity is huge, I'm telling you. 2021, you want to go further? You must make sure that you are grounded in who you are. Now, Judges 6, let's go back there. Verse 14. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this time, might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianers. Have I not seen the 15? He continued. Listen to Gideon. And he said unto him, oh, my Lord, where shall I save Israel? How can it happen? Why? Behold, my family is poor. (laughs) My family is what? Did God tell him to take his family there? My family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's uh, house. Identity crisis. He couldn't do it. God said he was seeing himself differently. God said, look, you have, you have what it takes. You are the mighty man of God. He said, I can't. So do you know that most of the temptation that Jesus faced was about identity? Most of the temptation the devil attacked him with was Identity. Because the devil knows that if you don't know, if you don't have identity, you talk like Gideon. Behave like Gideon. Talk like prodigal son. Deny yourself the glory of God because you don't see how that is yours. And that's how people set up all manner of long fast because they don't see that this is themselves for them. So they go thinking, I have to pay a great price for what God says. It's yours because you are my family. Matthew chapter 4. I'm trying to cut this in short just to make sure you are following me. If you are following me, shout hallelujah. If you are staying here, shout hallelujah. If you have gone home, shout hallelujah. Okay. Why do you do that long, long, long thirty days, hundred days? Why? So that, (sighs) so that God will now say that I have suffered enough. Let me repeat it. Toiling is a cost. God said so. Read Genesis. Did, did, Did you see Jesus toil anywhere? Where did you see him toil? Why did he see him talk? Why? Well, he said, my father in me do what? what? this. He never toyed, was never anxious about anything Where he was to feed thousands. He didn't start yelling at people, talking. He was calm. The Bible said he knew what he was going to do. He knew how the father pleased. He knew the father has provided food for them. But this disciples didn't know. So he said to them, "What do you have?" They say, "What we have, what we have." I am talking about. He said, yeah. "What do you have?" Say, "This is too much." They bring it. He simply thanked God. Now, in that situation, do you know what prayer will pray? <laughs> oh my God! He just thanked God. Why? Said so that's the answer to this need. Say, so give them. Did you notice? It is it Elijah? When God, when he said to the Arab, he said, rain is what? Coming. He went and was waiting for this thing. He said to the servant, go and check again. The man went and said, I didn't see anything. How many times did he go? Why? Because I was expecting it. The seventh time, the boy said, sir, what I saw is a small. I said, yeah, that's it. That's the finger of God you saw there. That's his finger. Tell her I have to go home right right now. This one will beat him. You know, if it's me and you, by that time we saw that small thing, we declare two more days of fasting. And we stop it right there with unbelief and doubt. The thing stops. Identity is everything. When Elijah stood before her, he said, Hey, I stand before God. He said, I stand before who? God Almighty. Before whom I stand, I'm talking this. I stand before God. I know where I stand. I know my stand in this issue. Are you following me? If you are following me, shout another hallelujah. So now let's look at Jesus. Our example. Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. Then was Jesus led up. Of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Verse 2 And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. Verse 3 And when the tempter came to him, he said, What did he say first? Talk to me. What is the first thing he said? If thou be what? Because he knows that if he ever doubts his identity, that's the end of the matter. That's the end of it. He will have the servant mentality thing, gideon talk and all that kind of talk. If thou be the Son of God, command what? That these stones be made bread. Verse 4. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that what? proceeded out of the mouth of God verse 6. Verse 6. Don't have a 6 in your Bible. Uh, verse, we read verse 5. Verse 5. No, let's start from verse 5. Then the devil taken him up into the holy city and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, what did he say the second time? If that be what? Why is he pointing there? If it's not important, why is he doing this? Why is he do, why is he focusing on that? Why? And the Bible say that Jesus was severely tempted. Why is he focusing on it? Why? If you are the son of God, if you be the son of God. If you are the son of God. Why? Why? <laughs> then the devil took him up into the holy city and seated him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If thou be the son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee. Now, let's go down to Matthew twenty-six, verse sixty-two. And the high priest arose and said unto him. Answered thou nothing, what is it which these witnesses, ag- witnesses against, with, against thee? But Jesus heard his peace, and the high priest answered and said unto him, I draw thee by the living God, that thou should tell us whether thou be the what? The Christ, the Son of God. It's all about that thing. And he would do the same thing to you and me. Matthew 27, 40. And saying, Thou destroy this temple and buildest it in three days. Save thyself if thou be what? Matthew 27, 40. 27, 40. And saying, Thou that destroy this temple, the temple and buildest it in three days. Save thyself if thou be what? He said, you can't say you're a son of God and you're suffering with us. Where can you be? They're mocking it and saying you are not. You can be. Remember Gideon said, where is God? See my circumstance. How can I be a mighty man of valor? Now, the answer to all of this, because the devil will do the same thing to everybody, Are you following me at all? Am I communicating anything? The answer to all of this, I want you to listen to me. Every time God gives you a word, it's a seed he has given you. Many times God will give you a word and we run with it and be telling people, oh, God told me this, God told me this, and we don't see it happen. Many things God has told you didn't happen. It didn't happen. You know what? He mainly gave you a seed. That seed is supposed to be sown in your heart. Why? All the issues of your life will come where? From that heart. just gave you a seed. And if you know what God gave you, it's a seed. The word is the seed. He gave you a seed to go and sow in your heart and meditate on it there until it produces in your heart and you can see it there it will come from your heart and manifest outside. I remember sharing this with a pastor. He, he, he shouted. He said, wow, pastor, that's true. I said, yes, now. I said, many things God told you. Which one have you seen? He said, you know you're right. as I'm telling you. I said, Oh, no, God told me this. God told me that. Ha, that someone was awesome, pastor. Whoa. It won't produce anything You only received the seed yet. I'm telling you, you need to go home and do what? Plant it. And water it. If you don't plant it, you can't expect harvest when you have not planted anything. You are not going to get no harvest. Nothing. Son of God, take this truth and run with it. And plant it in your heart and meditate on it continuously until you see yourself as a son of God. Because when the devil attacks you, when the seed is rooted and grounded, he can do nothing. I'm telling you. Let me show you an example. And then we, we close. John 12, 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat, do what? Fall into the ground and die. What does he do? It abided alone. If you don't sow it, it's alone. But if it, if it die, it will not bring forth much. You must sow it in your heart. Because it's from your heart all the issues, all the issues, all the issues of your life is coming. must sow it. But you are too busy. Look at this experience. Because of time I'm cutting a lot of things off. Let me show you what happened in the the, the parable that Jesus gave in Matthew. Matthew, I think, uh, chapter what? Parable of the sower. You know, I deleted deleted everything. I think it's Matthew. Parable of the sower, where does it, where do you find it? Matthew what? No, 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 the one I'm looking for is, okay, is that 18? Can you give me verse 22? Let me see. Okay, whoa, 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 I think I have it here. Sorry, because I deleted my stuff, so I'm looking for. Verse 22, verse 22 says, okay let, let's start from verse verse uh, 20 matthew chapter is it 13 verse 20. but he that received the seed in what in stony places the same is he the same is he that hearing the word and are now with what joy <laughs> Pastor, that someone was awesome. I hear it all the time. But when I hear it, I don't bother. I don't bother. It's good. They receive with joy. 21. Yet had he not root in what? In himself. But during for a while, but when tribulation and persecution arise it because of the world, by and by he's offended. This is the people. They don't meditate on the word, nothing. They don't keep it in view. They just hear it in church and leave. And then pretty soon, mm, talk- they forget it. They're talking about other things and don't even remember what, what they had. They remember it. They receive it with joy, but they won't show it. It doesn't have root. No root. No root at all. Between parking lot and their home, they are talking about they will never. They will never remember that sermon or that thing anymore. They won't bring anything. Because you just receive the seed to go home and sow it. Meditate on it. Verse, verse, twenty-two. He also that receives seed among the tongues is he that heareth the word and the cares of what this world, <laughs> the deceitfulness of uh, riches choke the word and they become it uh, unfruitful. This one is too busy making money. <laughs> Have to make both ends so he doesn't have time I just asked myself how can you not have time for the word of God do you really love yourself you know on Sunday I was preaching about the seed that the devil plants in our life that blocks you from what God is doing and the Lord asked me a question he said if people focus on money and all this he said one day they will die leave it here he said what is the wisdom in it all? They will die one day, leave it all here. One day they will die. So these ones don't have time. They don't have time at all. I'm not telling you what's happening today. They're too busy making money. The Bible calls it deceitfulness of riches. Deceitfulness of riches. Deceitfulness of riches. riches. Deceitfulness of riches, deceitfulness of riches. There are seeds the devil sows into your life you will never. See. This thing I'm preaching will even seed. to clothe you like this, and everything he does is intended to still destroy you. There is the one before verse 20, verse 20, If you can go up there, sorry because I deleted my stuff. So I think Matthew chapter chapter 13, verse 18. Verse 18. Hear you therefore the parable of the soil. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understood it what? Not. <laughs> then cometh the wicked one and catcheth it away that which was sown in his heart sown in his heart. The devil takes it out. Why? He doesn't understand it. This is he which receiveth the seed by the wayside He doesn't have understanding. How does understanding come? The entrance of the word giveth light and they give it what? Understanding. The entrance. The word has to penetrate you. Has to penetrate you. And it's not a child's play. Second Peter 19, 19. And so we have been given the prophetic word, the written message of the prophets, made more reliable and fully validated by the confirming voice of God on the Mount of Transfiguration. And you will continue to do well if you stay focused on this seed. For this prophetic message is like a piercing light shining in a gloomy place until the dawning of a new day when the morning star rises in your heart until it penetrates enticing until he enters in, brethren, I'm telling you people how it works. Oh my God. Until he enters in, you, you, you won't be asking anybody any question. You will see it, that's right. You will see it. Now, God asked a question here. Isaiah 43 verse 19. No, before we go to Isaiah 419, 1 Timothy 415. 1 Timothy 415. Let's read it together. One, two, go. Quiet. Can we go and read it? One, two, go. Give thyself holy to them that thy profiting may appear to all. Let's read it again. I want us to read it louder. Come on, let's go. Meditate upon these things, give thyself wholly to them that the profiting may appear to all. If you don't meditate upon them, there is no profiting. And Pentecostals don't. We don't. We don't. And so what happens is then we have this this mentality of in the world mentality. The things of the kingdom, would not understand it. We don't. You know, I remember I went home one time, and then in, in my home, I have this pump that when you turn on, turn on the shower upstairs, it starts the pump automatically. It was Pastor Tunde Fasherati that put it for me. <laughs> you know, went to Muchu, <laughs> did a lot of things for me. So I, I, when I went, to, I said to my brother, I said, ah, I'm show- I want to shower. and This thing should be running. He said, brother, ah, bucket is there now. I said, what do you mean, bucket? He said, brother, bucket is there. No. He said, water. We bring you how many buckets do you want? I'm talking of shower. I, I mean this was going on for him. I realized that he wasn't seeing what I was. Why? Because in Lagos, what they use is what? That limited him from the greater glory of showering. That's what I'm trying to talk to you about. He couldn't see what I'm talking about. To him, bucket is okay now. He, I was saying, I, I was telling him, I said, I, I said that the shower I want. He said, brother, can we, how many buckets? He said, there's water, and he was laughing, was so excited. He said, bring, bring water to a brother, bring water, bring buckets. <laughs> I said, I said, twenty something years I've not, <laughs> I've never used bucket. He said, brother, yeah, but water is there. They bring you bucket. All I'm talking is talking bucket. No matter what I'm talking about, talking bucket. Why? In Lagos, that's what they use. So to him, that's okay. Servant mentality will stop you there. You will not see the shower where it's gushing. You will see it. No matter what they're talking, you'll be so satisfied with all that. I mean, I'm watching him and I'm sitting there saying, Ha! Ah, it's all in the mind. He couldn't break through that thing. All I'm saying, is, I will show him that. I said, this thing, this place, you people push. He said, brother, it's okay now. Ah, we manage it like that. He couldn't rise above that. As a man take it what? So you up being, brother I won't deceive you you know you, you can't go beyond what you believe about yourself that's true that's the way it is <laughs> that's all it is and you can't believe anything until you show it in your heart and it, it penetrates there gets with it and produces what you can see with your spiritual eye I'm mean, a child of God the blessings are mine so when the devil says If you are the son of God, shut up. I am. (laughs) Shut up. Healing is mine. Say, how can it be yours, but you still have pain? Shut up. I am. The strength in me is the strength of the Lord. The kingdom of God is active in my life. Shut up! Besides, you are under my feet. Um, Don't get me angry. Am I communicating to you? So look at what happened here. Isaiah 43, 19. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already what? Begun. Do you not see it? God is saying, God said, I'm about to. I have begun. Do you not see it? God is saying, this thing I'm doing, a new creature, something new. Are you seeing it? Because if you don't see it, you can't have it. If you don't see it, forget it. It's not coming. You can talk all you want to, but you act like my brother. <laughs> all that God is talking about, shower. You'll be saying, praise the Lord for bucket. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> God said, no. In this kingdom is abundance. I gave you abundant life. Why are you using buckets? There is a shower of blessing for you. So you know, Lord, thank God I got a job. <laughs> <laughs> but in my job, my manager likes me. <laughs> God is saying, but you know I have something better than that. I want you to start employing labor yourself. He said, me, me, employ labor. Ah, thank God, Sha, for where I am. That thing ruins lives. I'm telling you, what I'm telling you is true. You can't can't rise beyond what your faith can see, what your faith can expect. And it all depends on who you are. If you got what I'm saying, shout hallelujah. Isaiah 43, 19, for I am about to do something new. 2021, God said, I've done something new. You're a new creature. You're sons of God, the heirs of God. Man, how, how exciting can it be that the heir of God? They said, can you see it? Do you see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry waterline. Somebody shout hallelujah. We have a mini 30. And we will get into 2021. If you got what I'm shouting, what I was preaching, you are ready for 2021. There are series of teachings that God is showing me, and I will go to go through them that will revolutionize your life. I told you, I said, if you don't want to prosper, don't come to church. Because if you come, you must what? You are you must enter that shower. I'm not letting you stay where you are. You must move from where you are to that shower tent so that people will see the glory of God. They don't take tracks, they'll see the glory, all of them follow you to church i'm not kidding you but distracting is is no stuff all things are possible i'm not saying you shouldn't give tracks but i want your life to be the track itself i want your life to be tracked ready Praise praise the lord i say praise the lord i say praise the lord i say praise the lord you are moving from glory to glory Telling you you are not staying where you are. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. The showers are here. The, leave the bucket alone. Tell your neighbor, leave the bucket alone. The showers are here. I said the showers are here. Aren't you tired of carrying buckets? You see the difference between bucket and shower is a bucket is toil. Shower is no toil. I'm telling bucket is toy, carry out upstairs. Shower is you sit down there. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I remember the first time my wife came to my house. I won't tell you that story about it. I'm not going there. I want my dinner. I'm not going there. Praise the Lord. I trust the Lord made you understand this.